Hi, Mallory. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. All right. Awesome. We'll go ahead and get started. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to um, this week's podcast episode. Um, as always, my name is Kaylee Long, and I am currently serving as a 2020-2021 Ohio Teach Ag Ambassador. On this episode of Navigating the World Ag Education, we have with us Miss um, Mallory, who is a first-year teacher at Fairfield FFA in Goshen, Indiana. Um, Mallory, we are so excited to have you with us on this episode, and we'd like to first start off with I'm hearing a little bit about how you got your start in agriculture. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I grew up on a, we had about 150 acres of crop ground. My family did not farm it, um, but they owned it. So as a kid, I was always running around um, trying to hop in the combine during harvest time. I was always very fascinated by it, but I was a little bit too far removed from what I wanted. So by the time I got to high school and I could be an FFA, um, I jumped in with both feet. So from that point, that was when I really knew that I wanted to be an ag teacher, and that was the industry I could see myself in forever. That's awesome. So um, I know that you were involved in FFA throughout your high school experiences, but what made you want to be an ag teacher? I always knew I wanted to be a teacher as well. Um, And as I grew up, I thought I wanted to be an English teacher. And then once I got into high school, my ag teacher, Mr. Jeff Forb at Ross High School, Um, really took me under his wing and kind of let me shadow him on everything. So I kind of got a head start in teaching because he really just let me kind of shadow him. And I was pretty much like his junior advisor (laughs) when I was in high school. So because of that, he really ignited the spark for me when he took me under his wing. That's awesome, Mallory. Can you tell us a little about your experiences in your secondary education to, um, to teach ag? So I went to Wilmington College and I was very fortunate to have gone to Wilmington College because we were in the classroom every almost every single semester that I was in college. Um, So I was always with a different teacher. I was at um, Global Impact STEM Academy for my very first one so that kind of showed me the non-traditional aspects and I was also put into a middle school classroom which was my first experience with middle school FFA, which was really exciting for me because you kind of get to see FFA and ag and learning new things through the eyes of a younger student. And that was their first exposure to it, which was exciting. And then I was also at Hillsborough High School. And then I rounded up my student teaching experience at Tawanda High School with Mrs. Carrie Roberts. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you had such a positive experience in the education department at Wilmington. Um, would you be willing to share um, some advice or maybe tips to future educators that are going through the placement process right now to be preparing the student teach? Absolutely. Um, I could write an entire book about this, but my biggest thing is to create a network of people that you know are going to be in your corner. So when I was going through the job application process this summer, um, I had Mr. Jeff Corb from Ross High School and Mrs. Carrie Roberts from Talawanda High School And I jokingly called them my committee. Um, So anytime I was applying to a different school, I would send them in the group chat the name of the school. And I could be out at lunch, like not even worried about the application process. And they would have had the whole school, the district, everything about the community hunted down for me. So that was really convenient. And it was nice having 
them just to support me every step of the way. And then when it came time for me to get hired at Fairfield, I think Jeff had a 30-minute long conversation with my principal when they were in the process of hiring me or thinking about hiring me. Um, So just build that network of people when you're in the classroom that you know that those people are going to be there for you no matter what, because I know that those two absolutely would go to bat for me for anything. That's awesome to hear. Um, Do you have any, like, recommendations for up-and-coming student teachers, whether it's, like, finding a location or a school that they would student teach at or maybe um, stepping out of your and looking for maybe a school or a school district that you're not really familiar with? Yeah, so the student teaching is the absolute best place to just go outside of the box because you're not employed yet, so you're allowed to mess up. You have someone who's going to be there to help you. Um, so just go outside of the box on student teaching fully immerse yourself in the experience be at every single thing that your cooperating teacher is at even if it means that you're at school until two o'clock in the morning because the more that you do while you're student teaching the better off you will be when you're in the classroom by yourself Um, but just definitely put yourself outside of your comfort zone because I promise you when you start teaching you're definitely not going to be in your comfort zone hardly ever in this first year I'm learning that pretty quickly (laughs) so It's very important to to do the most that you can while you're student teaching. Now, I know it's your first year, and you're talking a little bit about being outside of your comfort zone during your first year as a teacher. Um, I know that we're pretty early into the school year, but what are some failures and successes you've gone through and witnessed as a first-year teacher in a program? So my biggest, I feel like my biggest failure this year in general is going to be the fact that I am switching from Ohio FFA and knowing everything Ohio to switching to Indiana FFA. And it's not, um, you know, I grew up right on the state line, so it's not like I'm in a different country or anything by any means over here. But their CDEs are completely different over here than they were in Ohio. Um, I never know, like, exactly who to go for for resources or questions I mean I still have some people over here but like I said I created a pretty strong network back in Ohio so I'm not used to not having that with me so I haven't had any necessarily huge failures yet but I know it's coming and that's going to be why Um, as far as successes I'm stepping into a program that's in a really cool spot because it has a lot of room to grow we have a livestock shop kind of a barn within the school Um, I have a huge classroom with all kinds of lab tables and counters, and we also have an outdoor land lab with four acres of hay and crop ground and a pond and really cool area. So um, it's really nice to see the successes. I think the community is very happy just to see it being used. So that's kind of one of my successes is just, you know, being able to step into a program that gives me so much room to grow and having the facilities available to me. Okay, I know you said that you grew up on the Ohio-Indiana border, but when you were job searching, how in the world did you come upon on the Fairfield FFA chapter? Oh my goodness, I just got another phone call and I thought I left my notifications <laughs> off, so I'll have to edit that. No, you're fine. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, can you explain to us how you might have found um, the FFA chapter in Indiana? I know that you said that you grew up on the Indiana-Ohio border, but 
seeing as that you graduated from a college in Ohio, how did you go about that job search out of state? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Are you there, Mal? Hi, Mallory. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. All right. Awesome. We'll go ahead and get started. Um, Hello, everybody, and welcome to um, this week's podcast episode. Um, As always, my name is Kaylee Long, and I am currently serving as a 2020-2021 Ohio Teach Ag Ambassador. On this episode of Navigating the World Ag Education, we have with us um, Miss Mallory, who is a first-year teacher at Fairfield FFA in Goshen, Indiana. Um, Mallory, we are so excited to have you with us on this episode, and we'd like to first start off with I'm hearing a little bit about how you got your start in agriculture. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I grew up on a, we had about 150 acres of crop ground. My family did not farm it, um, but they owned it. So as a kid, I was always running around um, trying to hop in the combine during harvest time. I was always very fascinated by it, but I was a little bit too far removed from what I wanted. So by the time I got to high school and I could be an FFA, um, I jumped in with both feet. So from that point, that was when I really knew that I wanted to be an ag teacher, and that was the industry I could see myself in forever. That's awesome. So um, I know that you were involved in FFA throughout your high school experiences, but what made you want to be an ag teacher? I always knew I wanted to be a teacher as well. Um, And as I grew up, I thought I wanted to be an English teacher And then once I got into high school, my ag teacher, Mr. Jeff Forb at Ross High School, um, really took me under his wing and kind of let me shadow him on everything. So I kind of got a head start in teaching because he really just let me kind of shadow him. And I was pretty much like his junior advisor (laughs) when I was in high school. So because of that, he really ignited the spark for me when he took me under his wing. That's awesome, Mallory. Can you tell us a little? your experiences in your secondary education to um for to teach ag so I went to Wilmington College and I was very fortunate to have gone to Wilmington College because we were in the classroom every almost every single semester that I was in college um so I was always with a different teacher I was at um Global Impact STEM Academy for my very first one so that kind of showed me the non-traditional aspects, and I was also put into a middle school classroom, which was my first experience with middle school FFA, which was really exciting for me, because you kind of get to see FFA and ag and learning new things through the eyes of a younger student, and that was their first exposure to it, which was exciting, and then I was also at Hillsborough High School, and then I rounded up my student teaching experience at Talawanda High School with Mrs. Carrie Roberts. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you had such a positive experience in the education department at Wilmington. Um, Would you be willing to share um, some advice or maybe tips to future educators that are going through the placement process right now be preparing the student teach? Absolutely. Um, I could write an entire book about this, but my biggest thing is to create a network of people that you know are going to be in your corner. So when I was going through the job application process this summer, 
Um, I had Mr. Jeff Corb from Ross High School and Mrs. Carrie Roberts from Talawanda High School. And I jokingly called them my committee. Um, so anytime I was applying to a different school, I would send them in the group chat the name of the school. And I could be out at lunch, like not even worried about the application process. And they would have had the whole school, the district, everything about the community hunted down for me. So that was really convenient. And it was nice having them just to support me every step of the way. And then when it came time for me to get hired at Fairfield, I think Jeff had a 30 minute long conversation with my principal when they were in the process of hiring me or thinking about hiring me. Um, So just build that network of people when you're in the classroom that you know that those people are going to be there for you no matter what, because I know that those two absolutely would go to bat for me for anything. That's awesome to hear. Um, Do you have any like recommendations for up and coming student teachers, whether it's like finding a location or a school that they would student teach at, or maybe um, stepping out of your and looking for maybe a school or a school district that you're not really with? Yeah, so the student teaching is the absolute best place to just go outside of the box because you're not employed yet, so you're allowed to mess up. You have someone who's going to be there to help you. Um, so just go outside of the box on student teaching. Fully immerse yourself in the experience. Be at every single thing that your cooperating teacher is at, even if it means that you're at school until 2 o'clock in the morning. Because the more that you do while you're student teaching, the better off you will be when you're in the classroom by yourself. Um, but just definitely put yourself outside of your comfort zone because I promise you when you start teaching, you are definitely not going to be in your comfort zone hardly ever in this first year. I'm learning that pretty quickly. So it's very important to, to do the most that you can while you're student teaching. Now, I know it's your first year and you're talking a little bit about being outside of your comfort zone during your first year as a teacher. Um, I know that we're pretty early into the school year, but what are some failures and successes you've gone through and witnessed as a first year teacher in a program? So my biggest, I feel like my biggest failure this year in general is going to be the fact that I am switching from Ohio FFA and knowing everything Ohio to switching to Indiana FFA. And it's not, um, you know, I grew up right on the state line, so it's not like I'm in a different country or anything by any means over here. But their CDEs are completely different over here than they were in Ohio. Um, I never know, like, exactly who to go for for resources or questions I mean I still have some people over here but like I said I created a pretty strong network back in Ohio so I'm not used to not having that with me so I haven't had any necessarily huge failures yet but I know it's coming and that's going to be why Um, as far as successes I'm stepping into a program that's in a really cool spot because it has a lot of room to grow we have a livestock shop kind of a barn within the school Um, I have a huge classroom with all kinds of lab tables and counters, and we also have an outdoor land lab with four acres of hay and crop ground and a pond and really cool area. So um, it's really nice to see the successes. I think the community is very happy just to see it being used. So that's kind of one of my successes is just, you know, being able to step into a program that gives me so much room to grow and having the facilities available to me. Okay, I know you said that you grew up on the Ohio-Indiana border, but when you were job searching, how in the world did you come upon 
on the Fairfield FFA chapter. Oh my goodness, I just got another phone call and I thought I left my notifications <laughs> off, so we'll have to edit that. No, you're fine. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, can you explain to us how you might have found um, the FFA chapter in Indiana? I know that you said that you grew up on the Indiana-Ohio border, but seeing as you graduated from a college in Ohio, how did you go about that job search out of state? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Are you there, Mal?